guys, and welcome back to another episode of Feed and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping you guys to use your brain better through usage of different neuroscience and integrative health science-based tools to really help your brain to do its best, to make the best decisions, to be the most focused, motivated, optimistic, creative brain you can possibly have, we have a lot of control over how our brain performs. Today, we'll talk about focus. And we'll talk about all the variety of tools that you actually have at your disposal to influence your ability to focus. Sometimes from people I talk to, from people I work with, I hear that, you know, I've never been good at focus or there is something wrong with my brain. I just can't focus for long periods of times that is necessary to like do my work well, right? Or to make certain amount of progress. People start to believe that they lack certain ability or um, something is wrong with their brain. And there is some truth to that, that sometimes the brain from birth is dysfunctional in some way. But that's not the case in 99.9% of the cases. Most of the time, people create the disability by themselves. It's like, you know, metabolic disease is rising in our society. People are getting fatter and sicker um, because of excess body weight. Is it because they got this from childhood much more than previous generation did? No. It's the environment and the actions you take. That's the basics of it. The same with the brain. Your ability to focus, most probably, in like most cases for the majority of people, is does not depend on your brain structure. I bet your brain is totally fine. And if you're struggling with focus, then, or you know you can do more and better, but somehow you fail to do so consistently, I bet you just lack the skills and you don't know how to use all the tools that we have available now based on research to improve and increase your focus. Focus is a skill, yes. Like the more you practice it, the better you get. And one of the fundamental practices that helps you to increase, improve your ability to focus and focus easier, get into focus faster and focus for longer is meditation. In studies, that has been shown that people who meditate regularly, their ability to focus increases. And why is that? No magic. What you do when you meditate, you try to focus. The more you do something, it's like with exercise. The more you exercise, even though it might not be perfect, but the more you exercise, the better you get at it. The same with focus. Meditation is simply a deliberate practice of you trying to focus. That's it. And just like with any practice, you don't have to be perfect with it to get to get the benefits. So if you meditate and you often find yourself in the situation where your focus kind of goes in, goes out, you know, for example, you're instructed to focus on your breathing and sometimes you do, sometimes you start thinking about random shit. <laughs> That's still practice. And you'll notice that after a while that you do that consistently, you are much more able 
to focus on other things in your life. And by the way, the ability to focus is related to so many things. It's related to your relationships because your relationships depend on communication, on how good of a listener you are. And how good of a listener you are is your ability to focus on what the person is saying while they're saying it instead of thinking about all the different things or looking around and and then you don't even remember the person's name even though they just told it to you, right? So your ability to focus influences a lot more things that you think or you just don't notice certain details in your environment and then you suffer because of that, because you missed something, right? You missed the turn or you um, you missed that person that you needed to meet or you missed, um, I don't know, some sign, right? There are so many situations where you're focused or like when you are giving a speech and you lose your track of thought, maybe because you didn't focus on what you were saying, you were thinking about something else or, you know, kind of drowning in your anxiety, your ability to focus, your focus practice will help with all of that. And meditation is one of the one of the most powerful tools. It just seems unproductive, but that's actually your focus training, focus that will help you to learn better, to work better, to um, be a better listener, a better communicator, a better speaker. Uh, focus helps with so many things. Again, meditation is one of the most powerful practices. I practice meditation about 15-20 minutes each morning, about 10-15 minutes in the afternoon when you when my focus starts to kind of wander around, right? That's when you practice to get back into focus. You don't practice meditation when you feel like it. You practice it when you need it. The same with a lot of mental skills. You don't practice them when you feel like it. You practice them when you most need it, when you don't feel like it. So I practice meditation in the afternoon, and then I have a five-minute mini meditation, mostly focusing on being grateful for what I have in my life and then what I want to build, right? It's like five minutes at the end of the day and also helps me to fall asleep and also practice some breathing. So I have a lot of meditation practice. Now, am I like good at it 100% of the time? No, sometimes you just show up and your brain is all over the place, but you still did it and you still got better at this worst focused moment. So meditation, right? Focus is a skill. That's the idea you want to take away from today's episode. It's a skill that you can practice. It's a mental skill. Just like with reading, just like with writing, just like with memorizing things the or learning languages, you get better at mental skills just as you do at physical. And what does it take? Consistency, right? So put a reminder, put your meditation where you're most likely to do it if you are a beginner, and then start small. You know, I can meditate for 15, 20 minutes, uh, probably even more. I just don't want to spend that much time on it at the moment. But to start, to develop a habit, you need to start tiny. Two-minute meditation, but every morning, let's say, right? Consistency first, intensity second. But then let's get back to focus as a skill. Yeah, you can have specific practice, practices like meditation to improve your focus skills. But then also there are so many other tools that will improve your ability to focus. Let's talk about them. Your environment. It's going to be so much easier for you to focus if you sit in a room, in a space where there is no visual distraction, there is like a white wall, maybe, you know, some piece of art. It's going to be so much easier for you to focus if your phone is away somewhere where you can't see it and it doesn't make any sound. It's going to be it's going to be so much easier for you to focus if when you open your computer you have just one tab open the one that you actually need to use. 
And you have all notifications on your laptop, on your computer off for the moment as well. And it's going to be so much easier for you to focus if you don't have disturbing noise. You know, if you do have some noise that you don't like, that doesn't help you to focus, use noise-canceling headphones, use earplugs, whatever it takes. Maybe put on some music, maybe that will help, right? So you can use your environment a lot. And in studies, that has been shown. The less distractions you have, the easier it is for you to focus. And if you still do this practice when you work, when you're trying to work on something that requires a lot of focus and your phone is right there by your side, especially making sounds and vibrating, like how do you really expect to stay focused? Like how? Like I don't understand how some people expect that to happen. Focus is prolonged attention on one thing. When your attention is always interrupted, that's not going to happen, right? The Also, the more uninterrupted your focus is, the deeper you get into that and the deeper insights you are able to produce. So your phone really is stealing your best ideas if it's still by your sides, if it's still making sounds while you work on something that requires a lot of focus. So your environment is huge. Now, there are a lot of other tools. There is music, especially 40 hertz. If you Google it, if you look it up, you can find some music like that on YouTube. You can also uh, find binaural, binaural, I think that's how you pronounce, beats, 40 hertz, or different apps in App Store, in Google Store. Um, A lot of them are totally free. And that music, 40 hertz, has been shown to improve focus, to help you to focus, right? So look that up. But also there are all kinds of music that help you to focus, and you know that. Some music just help you to stay focused on one thing. Breathing, hyperventilation, right, increases certain brain chemicals that help you to focus. Cold showers also change your brain chemistry and help you to focus based on research, based on data, based on really good studies. Movement helps you to focus. How? It brings blood circulation and changes your brain chemistry in a way that improves your brain's ability to function in general, but also to focus. And then writing things down, things that you want to focus on, that's another tool that makes your focus really narrow. Another tool from neuroscientists is before your focus period, stare at a wall in front of you, maybe like 20 seconds in front of you, and because of that single point stare, your focus also going to improve. Because your eyes are actually parts of your brain sticking out. And when you focus your eyes on one thing, your mental, your cognitive focus also improves. Right? So using all of these tools will help to improve focus already without you having to meditate for months and years. Time of the day. You know that your best time, that the time when the brain is most likely to be able to focus, is first part of the day, first eight hours to be exact. That's what neuroscience research shows. Then your brain chemistry starts to change and you are getting into more creative mode and not so much of a like focused analysis kind of mode, right? So time of the day matters. If you always do your focus at the end of the day, it's like the worst part of the day for you to, like you still will be able to focus, but it's going to be nowhere near 
that ability to focus that you have in the morning. That's why I do my podcast in the morning. That's why I do studying, reading, creating content, like a lot of most important things I always scheduled in the morning. Now, different times um, of my you know life, of my week, uh, I can consider different things important. And that's why I will be scheduling those most important things in the morning because that's where I get the most focus. So time of the day matters. Foods. You know, for focus, it's very important. Your blood sugar to stay stable and also not too low, not too high. And that is achieved either by you being a experienced faster like I am and kind of your body knowing how to maintain certain blood sugar. But even then, if you have something with whole food carbohydrates like whole beans or grains, your blood sugar will be at this good level where your focus is going to be improved just because you had this food. Too much food, though, can totally ruin that because a lot of your blood flow will be diverted to your stomach and that will reduce your capacity to focus. Also, eating protein on a regular basis, specific protein containing tyrosine, the amino acid that dopamine is made of, and then there is this brain chemistry that needs to happen in order for you to focus. And protein and other nutrients like vitamin C, for example, play a key role in your ability to focus. So food does matter, right? Your long whole food carbohydrates with a lot of fiber, eat your protein, and of course, certain essential fats need to be present in your diet, your omega-3s, your omega-6s. Then breaks. If you want to focus for many hours, you need to take breaks in those hours. You can't expect your brain to continuously just work, work, work. No, your brain needs to replenish certain brain chemicals, they call neurotransmitters, to be able to focus. So what is recommended? A really good practice, you know, have a five-minute break every 30 minutes. And then after every 90 minutes, that is ultradian cycle. Our brain works in cycles and sleep in cycles. So 90 minutes is one of those cycles. Work intensely for 90 minutes and then take a longer break, maybe 10, maybe 15 minutes. And what's important to not do things like checking your phone because that does not allow your brain to restore and recover as it's supposed to. And also do something like yoga nidra or uh, what uh, Andrew Huberman, a famous neuroscientist, like to call non-sleep deep rest protocols. 10 minutes body scan, you just lay down, scan your body, pay attention to your body. You can find the yoga nidra protocols on YouTube, a lot of them. And you restore your brain's capacity to function. You restore a lot of those brain chemistry and you prolong your ability to focus intensely. A lot of breaks, a lot of focus takes a lot of breaks and also creativity is a different kind of focus, but also, you know, kind of a lot of breaks allow your brain to just wander. Breaks are essential. And then, of course, the foundation of all the focus, sleep. There is no pill, no substance that will replace good quality sleep. If you sleep on a consistent basis, less than you require. See, if your quality of sleep, the schedule of your sleep is all over the place, then your ability to focus is going to be diminished by a lot. So I would start with sleep and then uh, use all the other tools. But right now you understand that you have so many tools that have been shown in studies by data to improve person's ability to focus. And Even if you don't have great focus skills, if you do a lot of these protocols, and usually as a coach, I always propose the most effective ones first to any person to start with. And if you use these protocols, 
if you use these tools, then your ability to focus is going to be greatly increased. And you'll understand that your brain isn't actually broken and you don't lack ability to focus. You just never learned how to optimize your environment and your behaviors for focus. And you'll find yourself in a position once you start practicing this regularly that you can do so much more. You can learn so much better. You can learn so much more. You can come up with so many more ideas. You can work on so many different projects uh, and you can deliver so much things, so many things, so much faster. And also at the same time, you're going to get better at listening and communicating at speaking at a lot of things. And isn't this powerful? Like to be able to improve your life by so much just by introducing those simple things into your routine. And most of them, you know, you do something instead of them already. And you just never arranged your routine around them. Once you put them into consistent practice, you don't even think about them. They don't even take much of time. Like, for example, with food, you eat anyway, so might as well eat right, right? Or the place where you work. Once you understand how it works, once you organize it once, then it's going to become your second nature uh, and you'll be practicing it without second thought. So today you learned a lot of these tools. If you have any questions about any of those tools and how to use them in practice, please do reach out. But already you can look up any of the practicals, any of the things that I mentioned, and you will find a lot of information. But again, you can always reach out. You can schedule our free call and I'll um, walk you through these protocols in detail and also will help you to install them in your life. So feel free to use that link to schedule our call. And then if you are struggling, if you are procrastinating because of that on your biggest project that can really change your life, if you're procrastinating because you feel like your ability to focus and deliver isn't that great, well, maybe it's time to start working on them, right? You are in control. You can control so much more about your brain than you thought your entire life. You know, that's how I felt when I learned all these tools. So use them, focus better, get better at learning and delivering amazing creative projects, at communication, at listening, at speaking, and your life is going to be transformed. So today, guys, I introduced a lot of protocols. Uh, re-listen to this episode to, to have the idea what those protocols are. Choose two, three most powerful ones to put into practice. Again, start small. If you have difficulties choosing what are like the most effective for you, please schedule our call. I'll walk you through your specific situation. Share these tools with other people who you care about and who might be struggling with focus. And till next time, as usual, just guys, practice, practice, practice. <laughs>